I've had like professional job meetings where I had like a button up shirt and no <laughs> pants on. You just have I've to remind totally yourself not to stand up or anything, right? I've had to been like, oh shit, I can't get up. Or like you like slide out of the picture if you have to get up. Wow. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that sucked and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Featuring the VIPs of SBTV, Austin G and Dr. DB with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty. It might be all four, just one, two, or three. Cause they're old and kinda busy. So go get ready and take a peek. So set your phases to download a rarity that we had bestowed. Special moments no one would have showed. Open your body holes cause you're gonna get told Grab yourself a drink and let's unload In a very special episode Hello and welcome to a very special episode The podcast which reviews very special episodes from across TV I am your host, Tyrannosaurus Austin and with me in Minnesota, still not sure if the correct term is Brontosaurus or Apatosaurus, is... David BP Oil. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And, and in the lovely, still fertile Portland, Oregon, devouring sentient plants, is... Um, uh, Pterodactyl Jones. And wearing a shirt but no pants while moving the fridge is... <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I'm just going to use my actual name, which is Ryan Alexander Tanner. And I thought it was Brachiosaurus. Raptor, Raptor Alexander yeah, Tanner. Brachiosaurus. Well, no, Brachiosaurus, right? Well, there is the Brachiosaurus. a Brachiosaurus. There's a Brachiosaurus, which has like a taller neck and a blowhole. But then there's the Brontosaurus. We called well, the- it a Brontosaurus for a while. And then they were like, no, it should be an Apatosaurus. But now I think they're back to Brontosaurus. No, I, thought, I thought there was a Brontosaurus and a Brachiosaurus. And then they realized it was the same thing. Yeah, I heard something to the effect of that there was a Brontosaurus and then, like, a Brachiosaurus. And then they realized, like, they had just, like, put the Brontosaurus skeleton together wrong. Like, they had, like, spine bones, like, misplaced, so they're, like, backwards or something. So then they, like, figured it all out, and it was the same thing as a Brachiosaurus. Or something to that effect. Or maybe even a Patosaurus. But it ended up that whatever they thought a Brontosaurus was was actually just another dinosaur they just messed up putting it together i'm pretty sure though actually the dinosaurs look nothing like we think they do and yeah it's they've just... got feathers i think but yeah. i mean just like a bunch of misassembled skeletons like <laughs> they all have like eight arms and like we put order to them but that doesn't necessarily mean we were right yeah like if we could we... clone dinosaurs they would look crazily different than we think they do oh well now i'm looking forward to the jurassic park yes. it'll be more yeah. of a surprise I don't try to sound like a science denier or something, but some of the stuff you hear from scientists about what dinosaurs are like, I'm always like, how the hell do you know that these were like a herd yeah. animal or something? Look, you know, President like, Trump, just yeah, because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's not true. I completely, un- yeah. This dinosaur is getting politics. <laughs> One of the things that's made me really agnostic, like truly agnostic, is... uh. 
information about dinosaurs throughout my lifetime. Because when I was a little kid, I was really fascinated by dinosaurs. And what we were presented as... What we were presented with as facts about dinosaurs have completely changed in my lifetime. Yeah. And it has created a lot of skepticism within me about and, any <laughs> relay of information. And it really has changed throughout our lifetime. Like, in multiple stages, I'll put it that way. Like, yeah. Because I remember the first dinosaur book I had, it talked about how big and slow dinosaurs were and how they just yeah. like lived in swamps and such. Yeah, like <laughs> they, that they needed like water to help support their weight. Yeah. And then, and then uh, when I was like eight, there was this documentary series about how they actually lived in houses and spoke. And yeah. <laughs> Are dinosaurs fast now, do they think? Yeah, fast, they're like birds yeah, now. They yeah, consider most of them. them yeah. They're nimble. I mean, they're what, still big fuckers. What kind fuckers of dinosaur and... wing is best? Or is it the breast meat or the thigh meat? I would, I'd like to eat a little big old dinosaur wing with some buffalo sauce. That'd be tasty. I would try a fried pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to make my position clear, though, that while science is always striving to learn and understand things better and that things can change, doesn't mean that they're always wrong or that, you know, the earth isn't getting warmer. Yeah, more importantly. Because <laughs> that's something that's happening currently, and I think we have a pretty... Well, what I want to talk about is how dinosaurs are just an invention of sinners. Oh, yeah. And that Whoa. the earth is 5,000 years old, and yep. Adam and Eve were the first people. <laughs> and we are their descendants, and there never was a dinosaur. I guess there could have been some in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure the Bible doesn't talk about them. But they don't no, talk don't about they, uh, seahorses like... either. <laughs> so they didn't don't they exist have, either. Like, <laughs> gladiator dinosaurs that like fight Christians and tigers. I'm pretty sure that's history. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest history of all time. <laughs> Yeah, to your to your point, David, I think you were saying that just because the our understanding of dinosaurs has changed in thirty years doesn't mean science is wrong about everything. Yeah, and that it's just a process, I guess, and sometimes yeah. there are certain theories that are more testable and I guess like yeah. what dinosaurs are like isn't as easy because Yeah, I they feel don't like I feel like speaking to your agnosticism, Ryan, yes. I feel like I grew up hearing a fair amount of caveats about like this is what we think dinosaurs were like but it's difficult to know for sure that sort of allowed me to accept those you know now they have feathers and are multicolored whereas we used to think they had leathery skin that was all green brown a little bit easier and what year did jurassic park the book come out wasn't that like the movie like 90 no it was like 92 i'm talking about the probably like 1990 or something yeah, because the, the movie was 93, so it would have had to have been before that. Yeah. Let's see what the cracked research team here says. And the only reason I bring the book up is because that was already in direct opposition to that children's book I had. So sometimes you just wonder, do you just have like some bad sourcing that isn't keeping up to date with like the latest? Sure. Yeah. 1990 yeah. was 90. when the book yeah, was Yeah, so published. I guess that was a little before I mean, Jurassic Park, that's part of what the big thing about it was, is it really changed the popular uh, idea of what dinosaurs were like. Like, yes. raptors being all nimble and shit. Like, that was a new mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. 
So are we going to talk about the TV series? Yeah. So, no, I think we're done. Yeah. yeah. So okay. this week, the reason we're, we haven't even said, the reason we're talking <laughs> all this shit about dinosaurs is because <laughs> we're nerds. Is because we're discussing the TV show Dinosaurs. Specifically, season three, episode 16, entitled <laughs> Steroids to Heaven, in which Robbie, the teen male dinosaur, desperate to impress a girl who seems to like big, brawny, meathead dinosaurs, follows in the footsteps of so many professional athletes and takes the dinosaur equivalent of steroids to bulk up, only to discover that with great muscles comes a whole host of biochemical problems, and because he's not being paid millions of dollars, he gives them up to return to some semblance of normalcy. Well, he's forced to give them up. Yeah, kinda. It's pretty yeah. easily resolved. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> this is... Uh, we can talk about it <laughs> I don't even know this if this counts as episode, a... Though. I don't know if this even counts as a special episode, honestly. Oh, like, shit. Well, yeah, I... Shot it's a tough call because like I've seen it listed as amongst like other very special episodes, and it definitely it definitely seems like it's trying to teach a lesson. But then at the same time, watching this, I was reminded of how this is just kind of what dinosaurs did, which was like take a contemporary thing and then to make dinosaur puns as we teach the audience about it. Yeah, yeah, but they're not even really. And it wasn't teaching really... you anything. I mean, they might think they are, but it's... yeah. This is so not nuanced at all that it's like, <laughs> well, that's like the he thing, gets though, bulked I, I, up and then debulked in a day or two or whatever. Yeah. But it's yeah. also like special episodes generally are about teaching you a lesson or exposing you to something. And then this more felt like they just chose a topic for an episode. Like, yeah. it never really felt I, serious or like they were really trying to convey anything important. I think it was more just happened to be the premise for an episode. I will say that I saw this when it aired live, I guess, you know. Yeah, they were airing it live. They had the (laughs) puppets going. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) Thanks for taking me completely literally, Carol. You're welcome. (laughs) But but so then Austin said he wanted to do the steroid dinosaur one, and I remembered it immediately. And in my mind, it was like, oh, yeah, that's the one where Robbie takes the dinosaur equivalent of steroids and has roid rage. And it's trying to teach us not to do steroids so we don't, like, start beating up people. So it, it taught you a lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, or I remembered it. I remember watching it and realizing that's the lesson it was trying to teach me. And right, right. I still did a whole bunch of steroids. And <laughs> as, lo- as, long as, you're, as long as you're reminiscing, David, what's your, your wider relationship with dinosaurs? Uh, that's about, you know, it came on and I, at least the first, is it three seasons long or something to that effect? Uh, it's 65 episodes, four seasons is how IMDb breaks it out. But as we all know from Saved by the Bell, who the hell knows how accurate that is. Uh, ran from 91 to 94 for 65 episodes. I feel like I watched the first one to three seasons like as they <laughs> aired. And then I caught some of it in syndication. I really liked it. I remember my dad really liked it, too. Thought Baby Sinclair was hilarious. Uh. Not the mama. Do you remember how big that was? Oh, seriously. This <laughs> was... Like, this show was one of those, like, cultural phenomenons when it first came on. Like, And what's amazing is how little footprint it has now. It did. Like, know? it burned <laughs> super bright, but really, really fast because it died off. And you're right. Like, it, you just don't hear about it anymore. Like... Other shows talked about this, like Simpsons had a whole gag about this show. Like, mm-hmm. 
It was it was definitely part of the pop culture zeitgeist. What was the Simpsons gag? Uh, they were watching uh, they were watching TV, and it was basically they were watching like dinosaurs. And Bart made some comment about like it's like they see our lives and put it right up on TV in oh, dinosaur yeah. form. And I think Homer made some smart ass comment about it. Would you turn off that rock and rock music? Hey, you don't have a stegosaurus, man. <laughs> <laughs> These talking dinosaurs are more real than most real families on TV. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Look, Maggie, they have a baby, too. It's like they saw our lives and put it right up on screen. And then we're, like, stealing from the Flintstones, too. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and the whole idea I'm... of, like, let's take a standard sitcom plot and then put prehistoric verbiage into it is very <laughs> Flintstones. Yeah, I will say I felt like it was a little unfair of The Simpsons. Not that it was egregious well, think, or anything. I think that... The Simpsons said that they that they were themselves a ripoff of the Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gag. yeah. I mean, it's just your standard sitcom family structure. So many have done it, you know, that. Right. With basically, you know, two parents, a boy and a girl and a baby. Like, just happens a lot. Right. I, I'm saying that and now I don't even know how true it is, but it feels like your standard sitcom family. Yeah. But uh, uh, Earl Sinclair also made a Easter egg appearance in one of my favorite video games, so it's, that's always exciting. What a video game? Yeah. Be Quest for Glory, aka really? Heroes Quest back in the day. But no. Oh, you mean the the the, the Sierra point and one. click Sierras? I didn't yeah. know you liked that. Of oh, course, yeah. yeah I played the over first it. one. I think. Yeah, I the Quest for Glory. Yeah, the first Quest for Glory game, which was so you want to be a hero. You walk through the woods, and he and Earl Sinclair walks through sometimes. And it's, what? Yeah. I have to look that up. That's goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> it is it's ridiculous. Like it has no value. At the end of Ski Free, does he like eat you too? No, I don't think you can do. You can't interact. I feel, I feel like your character is frozen as he walks through. <laughs> yeah, because like, that opening they have you follow him, and at first it's like foreboding and scary that mm-hmm. there's this beast. Yeah. And then he just cut to like a sitcom cliche opening. It was <laughs> yeah. interesting. I was gonna say, I remember the episode where Baby Sinclair was named Baby Sinclair and thought that was a cheap cop out, even at like yeah, but years old or whatever. For, that was. First, his name is Og Og. I'm dying, you idiot. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I do not <laughs> remember that. <laughs> they have to go to the dinosaur namer, and that's he dies yeah. <laughs> as he's naming <laughs> Baby Sinclair. Uh, and then the the last part I was gonna say is I do remember watching the final episode on syndication. Yeah, and just being really bummed out, and then being like, "That can't be the final." Like I didn't know it was the final episode, and I was like, "And it was like the end of that syndication block or whatever." And I was like, "What's the next episode?" They they survived, right? <laughs> Which they is absolutely survive. a little too real. Yeah, they die of what is basically light global warming. Yeah. Well, they yeah. die of a nuclear winter. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's even worse or better or something. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, if we get to that episode at some point. Yeah, I think we should mm-hmm. do that. that we got to do the Happy Plant episode though. Yeah, is that about weed? Yeah, it's yeah. totally about. It's like very blatantly about weed. Ryan, what's your relationship with dinosaurs? Well, I the main thing I always remember it premiered on TJF, mm-hmm. and it came out. Right after Jim Henson died. Like, it was the last thing that he worked on. And I always remember that. I remember watching it, and it was like a few weeks after he died. Um, 
And I really liked it as a kid, but then I don't really remember watching it very much. And I'm pretty sure this was a show that got, like, canceled and came back at least once. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't run straight through. I know that it at least was on hiatus for a while. I think it One thing I was thinking about while I was watching this is this show, I bet, was really expensive to make. Yeah, I, know. I would think so. And the, the, to the credit, the uh, Muppets or Puppets are pretty well done. So it's good. really yeah, it's yeah. Jim Henson fucking creature mm-hmm. workshop. It's really yeah. well done. I mean, you do start to notice um that there's the main characters <laughs> and then there's about 10 dinosaurs on repeat. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. They have limited extras. Yeah, the um the like guy who does steroids is like I was like unnerving to me because he's supposed to be in high school and he usually plays like an adult that that puppet or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um but, uh, so I remember watching it. I mean, it had its issues. Like, obviously, the baby is kind of an annoying character. But I always have liked dinosaurs. I've probably seen most of them, but I didn't, like, faithfully watch it. I would watch it when it was on. And I, I had older brothers, too, who were shitty about everything. So I think I would have watched it and gotten more into it. But, like, we had to share a TV. And, um, and I really love that, um, aesthetic. Like, this was after the Ninja Turtles movie, too. Like, Puppet. Like people in suits with robotic heads mm-hmm. that are really expressive, like the first yeah, the thing Turtles that, movie and these guys. The thing that really jumped out at me, um, I wrote it down towards the end, but when the end credits rolled up and it listed the fact that there's three puppeteers for like every one of the dinosaurs. Wow. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, that's to the idea of it being an expensive show. Like you're just, yeah. you're paying, I mean, obviously you're not paying one puppeteer as much as you're paying like, an attractive actor, but still, like that's three times the the cast basically. When you have yeah, plus well, you've got a voice. An attractive puppeteer, then. you know. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> they might get slightly more than an unattractive <laughs> puppeteer. Well, and like the sets must be three. gigantic. Yeah, you'd they have need, to have yeah. gigantic sets. They need three puppeteers because one guy's the lips, and one guy's the hands, and one guy's the asshole. <laughs> yeah, you gotta control that asshole. Yeah, um, you can't let it go. The other interesting I, thing, just because of uh, what we're talking about, all the it, it makes sense, but there's no laugh, like there's no studio audience, and oh, yeah, that just yeah. seems a bit right. odd for the time. One thing I've always wondered about this show is when they're filming it, is their sound? Yeah. Like, are they playing the audio that's pre-recorded over um, the performers? I bet not, because I bet those suits are loud. I think they do it in a sound booth and, like, know but, the sync, but I, I don't think you, they use uh, any of the final mix they get on the floor. I, I could be wrong, but that's what I think. The suits has got to be, like, being a dancer, so, like, doing really yeah, specific no. motions that, like, really uh, timed <laughs> out. Like, maybe they have, like, an earpiece in or something. Yeah, uh, there's got to be some kind of, like... Even if it's just some PA offstage reading the script out or something to like. Yeah, that's what I'd assume is that it, there's at least somebody who's reading the script so you can at least try to like keep up with right. what's going on. Kind of like how I think a lot of like animated things with like voiceovers. Sometimes the dialogue isn't, they're not in the same room when the dialogue's happening, but I bet you the actor who. There's somebody else who is talking with them at the time, you know, just to sure try to help to get... them, yeah, do the motions, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Carol, what's your relationship with yeah. dinosaurs? Uh, pretty pretty close to everybody else's. I caught it on TJF when I used to watch that, but then you know it became more catch as catch can. 
you didn't keep up with it entirely while it was airing. Then it was syndicated during a summer vacation. I remember like it on in the background at like 2.30 p.m. And I really like it. Uh, when you said you're going to do dinosaurs, we're like totally in because it's just really interesting to get to see a whole puppet sitcom. <laughs> if it was much worse, I'd still watch it. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's okay. You know, it's not the most biting, cutting edge, amazing humor, but they are seeming to be parodying all the sitcoms that came before it in a lot of ways, which gives it plenty of material to draw from and makes it modern for the era. And uh, like David, I believe, I was super into just watching these puppets again today because they're so good. In a lot of ways, I think practical effects peaked here. Yeah, this and, I feel like right? this is the era of that. Like, this is right on the cusp before CG just became yeah. affordable enough that it ran rampant and was used everywhere. Yeah, it's so much work to get a guy in a suit and then a computer mm-hmm. face. Like, right. there's so many ways that's hard yeah. and could go wrong. But I love that they did it. And so that's my relationship with dinosaurs. And then I also have a very special relationship with a similar vehicle. It's by some of the same creature work techs, Theodore Rex. Oh, which is yeah. when Whoopi Goldberg was a space police in the future with a dinosaur cop. So, because that's where I met my boyfriend. Yeah, so, do you like watch it every year with him? Or yeah, it's no. not like what you guys do in your anniversary. <laughs> You're like you revisit Theodore Rex, and we could, you know, but it's it's a pretty bad movie. It's amazingly <laughs> bad. So it's like once every two or three years. You'd be dreading tops. it every year, but <laughs> yeah, know, it's coming up. The anniversary's coming up. <laughs> God, yeah, your anniversary some... so much. Are you sure you don't have a business right. trip? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to cut it with some rat boy and some garbage pail kids yeah. and Zardos yeah. for romance. Cool. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to add as far as my relationship. Yeah. It's pretty much the same. I remember, much like the rest of America, I burned very hot on this show and like <laughs> totally loved it when it first came on. Cause, and I was one of those kids, like I loved dinosaurs. Growing up. I mean, every kid loves dinosaurs, but I... I really got into it and told people I was going to be an archaeologist when I grew up. And Whoa, you were going to dig up your friend's bones from right. the show? And of course, looking back now, I'm like, I should have been talking about being a paleontologist, not an archaeologist, but whatever. <laughs> but but you also liked Indiana Jones, so you're Right, sh- right. And this was after I was going to be He-Man when I grew up, so clearly <laughs> I wasn't the smartest kid. Um and uh, so, yeah, it was basically like, oh, it's it's the Muppets plus dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm all in on that. And then somewhere along the way, I guess I just lost track of it because I, I vaguely recall the final episode, but I don't even know if that's because I saw it or just because I've heard so much about it. There was definitely a point in which I kind of just stopped watching this. Well, it makes me interested in... I'd have to look at the timeline of like this and Full House because I feel like I watched... A lot of like Full House and Family Matters, yeah. Like in syndic- and like if this was on either in between or after one of them, I would have kept watching it. But they like switched the time slot around or something where, yeah. Once they moved it out of TGIF it or is... something, I just didn't watch. I it I mean, anymore. even even for me that lived through that era nowadays, it's hard for me to remember just how beholden we were to like scheduling and yeah. knowing right. when something was going to be on and then if like it moved and no one you didn't hear about it somehow you just lost track of that show and you could buy a tv guide and know when yeah. it aired a month later but right, then, right but at you the may same not time, even know to look like, for it 
Like, you might like dinosaurs, and then it moves to Wednesdays, and you're like, oh, I'm busy Wednesday night, and it just means you don't watch it anymore, you know? Yeah, shit out of luck. Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. Prehistoric days. Oh, oh. Uh, So, the cold open, we are in the high school hallway, and Robbie, our hero for the episode, is chatting up Caroline and then is mocked for his obvious interest in her by his leather jacket and bandana-clad friend, Spike. Now, first of all, I didn't know his name was Spike, but that's good to know now, so I can reference him. Uh-huh. Secondly... Yeah, they never say it, right? I don't I don't think so. I just learned it from IMDb. Yeah, he's... I know they're all dinosaur puppets, but for whatever reason, Spike really skews older to me, and it seems like he's the creepy, like, 25 <laughs> year old hanging out in a high school so he's he's hmm. the you of the dinosaurs yeah, yeah, yeah. i know That's right what you're saying yeah, i teed that one up. <laughs> he's like he's like every best friend in an 80s movie yeah, yeah. he's basically like you know he's bad news because he has a leather jacket and bandana but yet he imparts sage wisdom i'm so conflicted yep. why is beyond his ears uh-huh. He's, he's, he's like a he's Judd the Nelson, sean hunter the kind of jersey yeah. yeah he is oh no he's totally the sean hunter of of dinosaurs and so no, it's he's true like, though that i always if he was played by a human being i would definitely assume it was played by judd nelson <laughs> <laughs> well did you mention the name of this high school too uh it's uh bob la brea high school waka that's waka. funny because dinosaurs right yeah. yeah they died in the la brea <laughs> <laughs> so they named it after where they were gonna die they, they named it after a guy who would discover them in like 80 million years yeah how did they yeah, know that say, that's, uh, that's spooky all like all the dinosaurs if they have a last name they're named after oil companies Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, this like is Sinclair. They're the Sinclair family. The main. I didn't notice the that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Commentary. Yeah. Did while you guys were watching this, were you like, ah, they're the oil in my car now? Yeah. You know. That's a weird thing to think about. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable now. Um. So let's see. Where was I? Yeah. But Robbie. Uh, Spike is pushing Robbie to ask Caroline to the dance. And he goes over and tries to do that, but then some hunky jock salts his game, and she's like, oh, I'm so glad you're a great friend. And it's all very sitcom-y and old-fashioned in terms of, like, it's the friend zone, and it's this hunky guy that is cock-blocking him and all that jazz. That reminded me of being in, like, ninth grade, though. Yeah, yeah. I once got into a big, I won't say argument, because I think it was a little more friendlier than that, but uh, is the term friend zone sexist? That was the question. General, it kind of falls to me. I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that it can ninety percent uh, of the time. Well, the thing, the problem is that the guy who says he's friend zone is to say an internet word all butthurt about it, and then mm-hmm. he acts like a nice guy, and that's actually very threatening. So yeah. it's been used so badly. I would say it's not necessarily the word's fault, and it is a thing, and you can be in the friend zone and move out of it, or you may very well never move out of it. Some people never do in certain situations. The word, so the word is like uh, 65 to 85% sexist, depending on context, approximately. Yeah, because my argument was, I think the idea of 
being friends with a, if I'm the male and I'm, you know, a heterosexual male, me being friends with no, a do woman. Do it if you're a girl, David. Okay. So if I'm a woman <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm uh, a heterosexual or uh, gay, homosexual. Gay woman. Gay woman. Right. Wait, can we like woman. keep handing you scenarios where you'll tell us? <laughs> This is like a well, sexual improv game. Yeah. You're a David, 65 you're year old Vietnam War veteran. And you're meeting Ryan's mom at Lilith Fair yeah, after internet texting. Yeah. No, so, what are you yeah. saying, David? This is getting incredibly convoluted. What are you even saying? But the idea of being David, this is why you get put in the friend zone. Is this shit? <laughs> I was just saying that I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with being romantically interested in someone who just thinks of you as a friend and that just being something that like that's not inherently sexist that like oh I'm the friends with this woman but I'd rather I'd like a relationship with her but I mean at the same time I think to Carolyn's point that just because I'm friends with her and nice to her doesn't make her have any obligation to go beyond that in a relationship. Like I shouldn't be mad at her or anything. Right. She right. Isn't, is not interested in me th- in that way. You know, that's not like, there's I, no like think, point system where I can earn a date or anything. like. Right. That. I think right. nothing will keep someone in the friend zone more than them complaining about being. Yeah. I think the yeah. biggest, the, the, I think the biggest problem is that the, the concept of the friend zone isn't inherently sexist, but the problem is the most people who wind up, complaining about being in it are douchey guys who think that they're owed more and so then that just kind of taints the whole concept and makes it seem sexist in a way that in a vacuum it maybe isn't and i guess there's also the there's some layer of subtext that it's only worth being in some sort of relationship, yeah. for lack of a better term, with a woman if it's a physical, sexual relationship. Yeah. That there's something wrong with just being friends with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with anyone that I want to have sex with that doesn't want to have sex with me. I don't want to just be social friends then. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should we should hang out this call now, Ryan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, what are you saying, Austin? Are you putting me in the... F- I Austin, I put my time in, man. We did like 200 podcasts <laughs> together. Are you trying to tell me? Are you, are you suggesting I mean, I that I wanna, owe I you sex, Ryan? Say I was expecting anything, but at this <laughs> point, mean, it would be. You guys kind did of have shitty. a blowjob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do. Oh, you were president of the blowjob. Well, yeah. it was like a. It was just a failed job, but I mean, you went for a while, so yeah, yeah. So then we get the dinosaurs opening <laughs> credits. <laughs> Uh, which features a, a big, you know, like, oh, there's a scary monster stomping through the woods, but then it's just oh. Earl. Oh, yeah. Wait, did we talk about how the dinosaurs don't wear pants? Oh, yeah. For the record, <laughs> dinosaurs don't wear pants. They, I they especially Donald... noticed it when he was asking her out because he yeah. was like approaching her. I was like, damn, she doesn't even have any pants on. And then I was like, he doesn't either. She had a blazer on that was reminiscent of Lisa Tuttle. Lisa Turtle. Lisa Turtle. Yeah. Yeah. She was an actual turtle. <laughs> if she, she was, was in this turtle, show, yeah. she would be wubba wubba wubba. Yeah, that's true. Lisa yes, the turtle. Um, all of the dinosaurs go full Donald Duck slash Winnie the Pooh in that they are wearing tops but no bottoms. <laughs> well, and, and their cloacas are just hanging out. You can see them. Just flapping in the wind. Usually the caveat of doing steroids is it shrivels up your nuts, but if you clearly have no genitalia. Right to shrivel yeah so i guess yeah. it's not as big of a problem 
We don't know yeah. what the, how they have sex, if it's just... Or is it like uh, when Carolyn explained how Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. once they get aroused, it, like, busts through the shell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that how it happens? Yeah, you guys didn't get to sit down for the talk yet. Well, then, does, it gr- does it grow back? <laughs> I know. Well, their shell, no, it has a permanent jagged opening to accommodate their turtle wings. So, basically, it, it's kind happens. of like a weird, like, uh, hymen or something. Like, once it happens, it, except it's a very public hymen where, like, yeah. once, yeah. you know once a Ninja Turtle has got an erection, right? Like, there's no going back. <laughs> David's a good student, you guys. Full mark. <laughs> Did you guys see the poster in Robbie's room? of Teenage Mutant Ninja Cavemen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, not play this, on. Yeah. But so wait, I want to say though about the beginning of the opening. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I remember even as a kid. Up. No. <laughs> even as a kid thinking that was weird that you have this gag like, oh, okay, this creature's going through the woods and then you see it and it's like this goofy dinosaur guy. That only works once ever. Yeah. Right. Like, yep. That right. assumes you've never even seen an advertisement for this show. Mm-hmm. That you're just coming in cold <laughs> for the very first time. And you're like, oh. And it's weird that they play it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, when I was... Well, I don't know if to be fair. When I, when I first saw The Simpsons, the first uh, episode, when Maggie was driving the car in the opening as a kid, I was like... <gasps> but then it turned out to be the Marge actually driving the car. I was like, oh... And then, but they keep playing that, and it's not a surprise anymore. But that's not like a sight. I mean, that's a sight, a simple sight gag. But it's like, yeah, this is like about the entire premise of the series. Yeah, this sure. assumes that you don't know that this is a show about dinosaurs that speak English and live in houses and stuff. And then he says, when they close up on him, he's like, "Honey, I'm home." And I just wondered where the first time that happened is that I love Lucy. But he'd say Lucy, right? Or am I just? Uh, I feel like that must have been the Honeymooners. Was yeah? Was that before? That was before Flintstones. Yeah, because Flintstones yeah, is basically before, yeah. an animated Honeymooners. But didn't wouldn't yeah, Ra- yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah, Ralph yeah. come home and be like, "Honey, I'm home," and then she'd say something, and then he's like, "I'm gonna beat you into the moon," and <laughs> yeah, everyone laughed. Such a good catchphrase. <laughs> was it dinosaurs that did it? Her. There was some show that did a parody of the Honeymooners where the catchphrase was like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Or something. I, I feel, feel like, like it I was dinosaurs. It. Uh, I feel like it was. Uh, it was probably Family Guy. Fucking yeah. I think it was. No. Uh, so quick, uh, <laughs> quick uh, <laughs> uh, crack research team check in. The voice of Robbie isn't anyone of, of any real note. But oh, the but the voice, voice of the mom is the mom from Arrested his- Development. Well, yes, I we haven't met her yet, Ryan. I was gonna get oh, to her. Oh, Ryan finished early. I want to be the fat boy. The voice, the voice of his buddy Spike is Christopher Maloney of Law and Order Savu fame. Oh shit! You can see his penis in really? True Blood and Oz. Yeah, True I hear he's yeah. a good-looking guy. Good to know. He's, he's great. He's great. Uh, so Great. in our first scene back from the opening credits, Robbie gives his sister Charlene five dollars to help him with the ladies, and Charlene proceeds to give women a bad name by insisting they only care about surface things like looks and how much money they make, <laughs> and what their name is, like Deke or Zach. <laughs> yeah, those are hot names. <laughs> oh, so you endorse it with a K. 
<laughs> You've given that your seal of approval, Carolyn. You yeah, have I stamped you. it with my cloaca. <laughs> and so then uh, she, she wear pants either. The sister. Yeah, no one wears uh, pants. Nobody wears okay, pants and in this so world, I was right? noticing Charlie's ears. Mean, am I the ears? only one who whacked it to this, or did other people? <laughs> did anyone else? No, of course not, David. Ears. <laughs> And Charlene's ears, how they're like little holes in the sides of her head, and then yeah. she like puts on these wild dangly earrings, <laughs> and she like shakes her head around a lot to give her like human hair vibes, but it's like a weird hole in her head, and I think that's what their cloaca looks like, but I don't think they bothered to sculpt that. Yeah, because dinosaurs, at least as we traditionally they- understand them, don't have like external ears the way mammals do. They're oh. like holes in their heads, basically. So then uh, Charlene proceeds to figure out that Robbie is asking all these questions because uh, he's trying to shore up his own bona fides for a lady. And then she Bonafide. she mocks him for being insecure about his masculinity. And then his mom, voiced by the mom from Arrested Development, Jessica Walters, I told comes you. in and serves as the voice of reason, as the mom always does in these kind of traditional sitcoms. <laughs> and then the sitcomishly boorish dad, Earl, shows up and joins his daughter in mocking <laughs> the masculinity so. of his eldest son. I think we got like the answer. Do. I was watching this and I was like, is Earl supposed to be fat now? But I don't know how dinosaur body. He is dino dad bod. And yes, he is fat. <laughs> okay. <too. laughs> like, I don't know what the standard uh, traditionally attractive dinosaur body is supposed to be. Well, so. spoilers, you're about to. <laughs> yeah, and they do. We do find out later in this episode that Earl is fat now. More okay. or less. Uh, so yeah, that's that's. Oh, and I guess we should also add that Charlene is voiced by Sally Struthers. Oh right, also from um um the Baloo Tailspin. Show. Yes, yeah, that's and helping and helping voice. starving children the world yeah. over. Her voice when she gets sad, it's so weird because she has that weird high cartoon voice. So who yeah. was she in uh, Tailspin? Was she the Becky? Becky? Yeah, Becky with the good hair. <laughs> that is finally. Hair wasn't uh, the Rebecca. Was right. She's Rebecca Cunningham. That's right. She had like two lines in her hair. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And she had. She was a single mom. That's kind of racy for a Disney cartoon. That's true. Absolutely. She She's was the Murphy Brown of Disney <laughs> afternoon. She was. She was a single mom with uh with a little bit of sexual chemistry with Baloo. Oh yeah. Right? Was she supposed she to be like a raccoon bears. or? I think she was uh, a bear too. I okay, because her daughter was seemed like a bear. I don't think Disney yeah. cottons to like interspecies mingling here. That's true. <laughs> Although I always kind of thought the tiger had a thing for her. Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah, Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we go up to Robbie's bedroom and. Ooh. Earl comes in and tries to help Robbie, and it goes about as well as it does in every sitcom where the dad comes in to help his son with issues like this. And he shows him a picture of when Earl was in high school and was skinny, and then says he worked out and added a bunch of muscle, and then shows him this picture where he is neither skinny then or fat now. And so Robbie's like, all right, I'm going to start working out and put on some muscle. Those pictures are so weird in that yearbook. <laughs> They're so weird. Yeah, I know. It's it feels like one of those like photoshopped. Yeah, and they didn't even pics. have Photoshop then. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well, technically, like they dinosaur. didn't have photos back then. 
being yeah. like rock shop. It's also shop like not even a real person. Yeah, we don't yeah. even know how those photos. Are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? You know what's weird too? What's that? Huh. When you see Buff Earl, besides just how bizarre it is for every reason. <laughs> it's very bizarre. He's wearing like a little red Speedo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's but he point. never wears pants. It's the yeah. only time anyone has their dick covered. So like, do they put, <laughs> wait, so when the dinosaurs go swimming, do they put on like swimming trunks? Yeah, we'd have to see. I don't know. I yeah. think in the case it. of if you get too buff, like all the fat that's covering your junk like goes away, <laughs> so your junk's exposed. So now you gotta put pants. Because I think Robbie puts pants on too, doesn't he? No. Like once no. he gets no. buff. No, I don't no. think so. I can't remember what his dick's no, like now. I think it's because he had to have no shirt on to show how buff he was, but it looks weird if he's totally naked. So he has to have yeah, all right. on. Yeah, I'm sure so, that's so probably the, what it was. The dinosaur rules of nudity is you, yeah. you have to have either shirt or pants. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, if if neither you're nude, but one or the other is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can but buy But nobody that. wears pants. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ryan, let's say there is like a law that said like you either have to wear shirts or pants. Which one are you discarding first? That's a tough decision. It's shirt, right? Or are you gonna take away your pants and just like really enjoy that? Yeah, you, you take the pants off. You go all natural. You... We're all recording this pantsless, right? That was the, <laughs> that was the idea. We were watch dinosaurs. Well, we're in the or... comfort of our homes. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Before this, this is a laptop camera showing. I've had like professional job meetings where I had like a button-up shirt and no pants on. <laughs> you just have to remind like, yourself not to stand up or anything. Wow. Right? I've yeah, had to been like, oh shit, I can't get up. Right. Or like you like slide out of the picture if you have to get up. Wow. <laughs> uh, so of course they they touch on this a little bit, but I feel like the big flaw in Earl's like you can work out and add muscle plan is that like this dance is that Robbie wants to go to is like next week. I don't well, think no he's one... going to add that much muscle in that short a period of time. And no one's been like, uh, did you ask her out? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We we were still at a part where he tried to ask her out and was interrupted by her mooning over a hunky guy, which doesn't really mean anything, as we'll find well, out. I, f- I feel like usually like there's wimpy guys, and then it's not like big, huge, muscly guys. It's like cool guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't fit our steroid metaphor, though, Ryan. And right. the other problem is, Robbie seems like a good-looking dinosaur to me. I don't well, my wife well, clearly has the hots for him. Everybody right. has to agree. Say so now if you don't think Robbie's hot. Well, uh, like, I Ryan? remember there being ones <laughs> yeah. about the sister being homely, and I'm like, how are you supposed to tell? <laughs> Does they look like freaks? I have another question <laughs> yeah, about the don't dinosaur Dinosaur family. shame, Ryan. Yeah. You have to admit that you look at... No, I disagree that you can't look at them and be like, that's a hot dinosaur. Yeah, that's I like saying like you don't understand that other men are hot when like you look at like George Clooney. You're like, yeah, he was hot. Yeah, but he's not a fucking dinosaur puppet. <laughs> but if he was, he would be a hot one. Yeah. I, I have another question about the dinosaur. You're on the wrong side of history here, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, no, that's fine. <laughs> what, what, other, what other questions do you have, Ryan? Yeah, shoot. Why are they all green and then the baby is pink? Uh, I think that he's, I have an answer. I've been thinking about this. So he's so annoying. I I kind of liked him as a kid because he was annoying. You know, I'm that kind of kid, obviously. But then as an adult, I remembered another thing that's like that. And I figured out that he's a baby crypt keeper. 
Oh. I thought he was Why like is, a... The Crypt Keeper's not pink either. Well, it's because his flesh is away. He's a skeleton. When he had it, he was a pink baby. But he's a baby dinosaur, Carol. No, he's a baby Crypt Keeper. Look at the he evidence. comes out of an egg in the first episode that the mom lays. Papers after papers about how he's a Crypt Keeper. He reminded me of like a proto-Eric Cartman, actually. <laughs> yeah. I remember when right. I found out that was Elmo. That's not a compliment, by the way. He's voiced. He's voiced by Kevin Clash, who oh. who yeah. was Elmo and Splinter in both teenage, the first two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, what? Yeah, you're fucking with me. You're taking that one hard, right? How can Splinter's voice is totally different? It sounds yeah. like he's doing an Asian voice. Because you can voice. tell it's Elmo. It's the same voice, but then Splinter yeah. sounds totally different. The first, the first two, di- the first two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't believe he did the third one. Um, yeah, nobody first, did the third no one. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, How good a track do they keep of the eggs once they lay an egg? Like, <laughs> like could this egg have been switched? Yeah. yeah, it absolutely could have been switched with a crypt egg. Or is Earl not the father? Oh, there we go. I bet Earl eats eggs. Yeah, because there's a lot fish. of dinosaurs that would like steal eggs or put eggs in other places. Oh, or, like, are we like, suggesting yeah. Earl ate his own egg? <laughs> Yeah. And then I had to replace it, so he ran eggs. out to find yeah. another egg, and then you, you know, know you, you know, David, I was gonna say that maybe this they all start off pink, and then just their skin turns green as they get older. But I like the Earl ate the egg and then stole someone else's egg to replace it theory. So that's what I'm going with. It is a sitcom plot before the sitcom even started. That is true. <laughs> Didn't Kevin Clash get in trouble for something like he was like a molester? Yeah, yeah that was that was. I don't remember the details because I think like I started reading the sentence and was like, I don't want to know what the guy that the voice of Elmo did bad. Well, he could probably exactly. be president then. Yeah, he should, uh, we should get a campaign going. If it's too political. No, he's not a. It's more complicated than that. <laughs> oh, so then we go into Ryan's an Elmo defender. <laughs> Oh, no. Didn't do anything that our former mayor of Portland, Sam Adams, didn't do, is all I'm going to say. Oh, well, that's not that bad, then. Right, exactly. So we go into a (laughs) a standard uh, 80s slash 90s training montage in which Earl helps Robbie work out. And Robbie gets mad because he's been working out for weeks, but nothing has changed because that's actually somewhat realistic. I was expecting yeah. some sort of gag that it was all like one day or something, and he'd be like, "Why does the pages of this calendar keep falling off or something?" Yeah, that Simpsons yeah. gag. But and no, then... apparently he did work out for like a week straight, and then he just was mad he didn't see the results. Technically, yeah. And I kind of like, uh, I kind of like Earl is just like, "Well, duh, this is gonna take years." Like, <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? Um, we also see that Earl can't seem to count higher than thirty-three. That's the that's one of the gags is as Robbie's doing his his reps or whatever and he's counting. So is this another case of like the dumb homely sitcom dad still gets a hot wife? Well, like Ryan said, I can't tell if Fran is supposed to be hot or not. <laughs> I, I think she is supposed to be hot if she put down her curlers, mm. but we're just not privy to that part of her life. Yeah, and I that's know a that's good point. Just her hair, but it is kind of supposed to imply curlers. I think the next episode that was going to autoplay for me was about, like, her having, like, an existential crisis about just being a housewife, mm-hmm. so maybe she gets up to some shit. I bet mm-hmm. we'd see her be, like, really hot with her boobs out going to a bar or whatever. Yeah, going down with on her... some some non-existent dinosaur D. 
Yeah, <laughs> going right at that cloaca. It's just always amazing how many sitcom dads have zero redeeming qualities. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with dads? Holy uh-huh. shit. So back at school, Robbie quits the exercise regimen because he's like, by the time I bulk up, Caroline's going to have settled down with that meathead dinosaur. And well, he's, he's, he's not wrong. Po- yeah. He's kind of <laughs> a point that regardless of even when the dance is, yeah. Earl's saying it's going to take five years. I'm like, he's going to be out of high school. By <laughs> right, then. That's not right. A- so then uh, so then Spike, in, in the classic best, you know, no good best friend twist, is the voice of reason and points out that maybe Robbie should instead focus on the unique qualities that he possesses and can offer to Caroline. Like that sweet jacket? Yeah, like that sweet jacket or, I don't know, his dreamy eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, nice spiked hair. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, besides, guys like that meathead whose name is Dolph, apparently, have a unique advantage. They take thornoids or dinosaur steroids. And then Robbie's like, dinosaur steroids? I want some of those. And Spike's like, uh, no, you don't. Uh, you're you're cool. Yeah, that was really good dialogue. Yeah. So then later that night, Robbie spots the meathead dinosaur eating some thornoids, and then he breaks into the locker and eats one himself. This is where I learned that the one, the guy that, uh, who's the woman Robbie's pining after Caroline Caroline, Caroline. there's yeah. a lot of Carols we've been getting here's <laughs> another sexy dinosaur babe I'll just go with Carol the, the dinosaur Carol's pining after <laughs> is uh, really really dumb yes and that's kind of I can get being down with someone because you know they got a good physique although this guy looks more on the fat side or I yeah can't he's tell. not ripped he is fat yeah. let's you can tell let's all go with our instincts here people yeah. we can tell who's a hot and who's a fat dinosaur so she's like into this fat dinosaur who's super dumb and I'm like this isn't making any sense to me at all now like yeah like I know you want a pretty picture to look at but they should still have a little substance you know Instead of not being able to finish a sentence in 12 hours. So, David, how did you feel about the fact that Thornoids aren't just alive, they're also sentient? It made me think about all dinosaur food, because, like, all animals in the dinosaur universe talk, I believe. Oh, really? And, like, how hard would it be to, like, be a meat eater when, like, you could converse with what you're about to eat? Oh, yeah, God, no. That would be so hard. I'm only, I only eat meat because I never have to look at the guy I'm eating. I, I would stop so fast. Tofu's, I like fried tofu. It's pretty good. Well, let me... Uh, also, they, like, to that point, whenever they open the fridge, they, like, have the little hands of all the guys they're going to eat, like, ah, bah, 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 waving well, out the fridge door. Well, and, like, so scary. The, the thing with the thornoids, and this, I'm sure this isn't the case with all of the food on dinosaurs, but <laughs> right. it's not just that they're alive and that they're sentient and that they're talking to you, but they're, like, they, like, want you to eat them. Yeah, that's what I was The thornoids, like, hey, pussy, come on and eat me, why don't you? Yeah, ya? they said pussy, didn't they? So I feel like it'd be easier for me to <laughs> eat food that talks to me if the food talks to me and says, eat me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that would be that'd be comforting. Dream. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Like if a food generally, if genuinely, like if there is a meat that like the animals were like, no, no, I want you to like chop my head off and like gut me and then eat my insides. Like Austin, we've have a pact <laughs> that if we're on a desert oh, island and one of us dies, we want to eat each other, right? Oh yeah, totally. How do you choose that? Uh, who's gonna go down first? No, 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 no whichever one goes first. Naturally. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which so you're not allowed me, to kill I'm gonna, each other. Like, prick myself That's and a good get infection. Right. We also have right. a pact. Okay. We also have a Great. pact that if we are ever serving on a battlefield together, and yeah. one of us dies, the other one doesn't have to like risk insane odds to bring the other one's body back because we're yeah. already dead and it Just doesn't leave matter. Me. Yeah. You can use them as a shield. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's you fine. Do wall yeah. my dead body. Right. You can do whatever you want. Cut, wow. cut me open like a tauntaun and climb inside for warmth. I don't care. Wow, you guys are really good friends. Yeah. <laughs> whatever happens after I die, I'm not going to be caring about what's going on with my body. Exactly. Yeah. So then the other thing, yeah. the other thing about these right. thornoids is that they work instantly. They trash talk? Yeah, they also like. Yeah, that's one. Like, and Robbie's like, Bruh! this is where if you're trying to take this as a serious <laughs> uh, special episode or a serious topic, like that's just not how steroids work. Like, yeah, you still have to work out and pretty vigorously for steroids to really do anything. It just kind of gives you the extra edge. It's just testosterone, which teenagers have plenty of anyways, which means you probably don't really need to take steroids when you're a teenager anyway. But yeah, because at one I, point. The at one point Robbie even like asks the box of Thornoids, he's like, "Do you guys really work?" And I feel like that's muddying the metaphor a little bit when you're yeah. like, you don't get to talk to your steroids and be assured <laughs> that they do work. And then there's the one Thornoid that's like, "Come on, pussy, eat me," which is also muddying the metaphor mean- a little bit because it's not like stare like you might get pressured into using them but it's not like the drugs themselves are pressuring you yeah well i mean it is cool though that they made them anthropomorphic i did like how they were like furry you know they kind of (laughs) they eat mammals Mm -hmm. because they're the lizards that's our perspective right and i would love it if like like fried pretzels like Called me a pussy and told me to eat <laughs> personally. Won't you be more satisfying to me. bite into them, right? Yeah, it's like I will eat you, you know, because it's you're not really being that great when you're eating fried pretzels. But if they added a little struggle to it, I'm totally into that. Yeah, I yeah, also you know, you feel better about it. You're like I, I taught that fried pretzel lesson. I also <laughs> liked how Robbie sees the meathead Dolph take one of the Thornoids out of the box in his locker and eat it. And we see that, like, there's a missing Thornoid in the box. But then later that night, when Robbie goes to steal one, it's back in the box. Yeah, there's a whole, like, he starts taking them, but I don't think he ever gets them himself. Like, wouldn't this meathead figure out that he's missing Thornoids or something? Um, I think as we learn later in this episode that this meathead is not the brightest bulb in the batch. He probably isn't even noticing that they're missing. That's true. Yeah, but so... so this whole episode oversimplifies the topic of steroids by first just making it like you eat one and then suddenly you're buff. I will say when I was a kid, I always thought steroids converted brain matter into muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> no, David, it's the ball matter into yeah, muscle mass. Yeah, I know. So, That's really where it happened. So what we're learning is the real reason that you never did drugs isn't because you were square, but just because you were stupid and thought they had worse <laughs> consequences than they actually did. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I was stupid, so I couldn't spare any more brain matter to put into my biceps anyways, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. We go to the kitchen the next morning, and our scene-stealing Urkel-esque baby makes his first appearance of the episode. One of the only appearances, I think. That's kind of odd. Yeah, I think think he shows up later in the episode, back when they're... they're, uh, farting around with the kitchen 
with the with the fridge. But yeah, considering how big that fucking baby, I mean, it's basically like an episode of Family Matters where Urkel only makes one appearance. And yeah, by the and this is you know the third season. This is well into the show's run. So I really don't think by the time Urkel became popular, they went very long without putting him on screen. So mm-hmm. it's funny that they didn't feature the baby more in this whole thing. That they were still willing to do stories that didn't feature the baby, I guess. Uh, so then Robbie yeah. Robbie shows up, and overnight he has immediately turned into the Incredible Hulk, and his voice <laughs> has lowered, and he starts tossing around the refrigerator as a show yeah. of strength. Because the baby has a tantrum and throws his spoon, and it ends up behind the refrigerator, and he's like, I'll take care of that, and lifts up the refrigerator. They spend so much time with this refrigerator. It's like goddamn Punky Brewster. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where this is where it's underlined just how dumb Earl really is, because two scenes ago he was like, "Well, yeah, working out's great, but it's going to take you years to bulk up." And now he sees Robbie, and he's like, "Wow, I'm a really good trainer." Yeah, I know. (laughs) Is he aware of? Spikeroids? Thoroids? Thornoids? Thornoids. That's the right name. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe he doesn't even know that they're a thing. Yeah, that's what we don't know. Like, the family is utterly oblivious to his bulking up, or as we learn later, his thorns starting to protrude. Like, none Mm -hmm. of this is questioned. I wonder if... I don't know why. I wonder if there's an MLB analog in the dinosaur world. Uh, (laughs) like Mark McGuire? Well, no, just in general, like, do they have, like, professional, like, some version of professional baseball in the dinosaur world, in which case they would all be very familiar with Thorns. Oh, yeah. If they don't, then that may be why they don't know what's going on. Because Thorns are supposed to be pimples, right? That's what I gather. Or pubic Uh, hair. Or what? Pubic hair. Um, What? What? Well, not, like, I guess just hair. That's just the general idea of, like... You had hair where there was no hair before. Well, it's kind of interesting, and there's science behind it, which I could bore you with, but, like, basically, (laughs) if you take too many steroids, and I think more specifically, like, testosterone-based, which I think there's some weird new stuff that I don't know quite as much about. (laughs) But anyways, if you take the testosterone steroids and you take too much, it basically makes women more like biological men but then it makes men more like biological women so then maybe they're like boobs yeah maybe like yeah men will get boobs and uh the short yeah, version is what yeah i mean it's a men also produce estrogen just not in as large of quantities as women so like if you flood your body with testosterone your body gets con- the men's body will get confused and be like i guess we got to equal this out with more estrogen and then you start getting yeah. boobs and stuff. Great way to get bitch tits, according yeah. to Meatloaf. <laughs> Breaking news. You haven't heard Ryan much lately. It's because he's been turned into fossil fuel and will not be <laughs> returning to the podcast this episode. But don't worry. He'll help me get out to the local Taco Bell later tonight. So Yeah. The good news is he's clean burning. And <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of energy. Yeah. Brian apparently blew through two computers in the course of recording this episode. So uh, he will he will not be joining back in and we will have to catch up with him next time. You can what find him on Twitter at OESVeryNice oh, yes, <laughs> yes. and online at OESVeryNice.com, oh, right? He has a website or not. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> he has to repost art and stuff. 
And yeah, and from the yeah. rest of this episode, the role of Ryan Instagram. will be played by David. <laughs> hey guys, I'm so much better than all of you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so to go back to the topic, I think the little spikes just re- represented basically his prickly nature. Like yeah. his roid rage personified or uh, or yeah, a boner. Be. Like a cat yeah. boner with spikes yeah. in it. Well, I feel like and this will get into the next scene. I, is it roid rage or just weird gender politics going on here? <laughs> well, where does toxic masculinity start and yeah, end? It's a very I good suppose. question. <laughs> so yeah, the next scene we're back in the hallway and muscly bound Robbie is chatting up Caroline and he's like, Yo, woman. Let's go to the dance. And he does this literally while the meathead is asking her to the dance because he's like in the middle of his sentence when he goes up to her and is like, yo, go to the dance with me. And then he just like punches the meathead. Yeah, he literally, he punches the meathead and then says, now that I've knocked this guy unconscious, you have to go with me. Then walks away and she does. (laughs) And that kind of bothers me too. Yeah. Yeah, and the part that I didn't like was how, like, he, like, he's like, let's do it, and then she, like, does, hmm, um, uh, uh. Yeah. She, like, just doesn't talk and wanders away from him. Why don't they just, like, have that moment of consent or her to say, like, yes, or <laughs> no. Like, you why not? that guy was super hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she never, it's like, well, he told me to, so I will, and she's not the worst like female character in the world because she does assert independence at times but this was just problematic yeah yeah super problematic and i this is where i wrote down i'm like is robbie being a jerk now because of the thornoids or because he's got increased confidence from being muscular and that's kind yeah, of to your point david of like, like is he just being a jerk or is this like roid rage at work I think it's Roid Rage more. You know what this reminds me of? Have you seen Anthony You just think Robbie Michael... Robbie's too cute to be a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what this reminds me of? Have you seen Anthony Michael Hall when he got all buff? You mean like no. nowadays? Like he's super like yeah. bulky and wide compared to when he was a kid. Yeah, he like got all beefed out. He's been like getting in fights at clubs and he's from the Breakfast Club when he was the skinny nerd and yeah. there, there a couple other really good 80s movies. So he's like overcompensating for being considered the yes. skinny nerd. And I say overcompensating. Yes. Like if he wanted to bulk up, that's fine. But if you're getting into fights, it probably means, I mean, maybe there's steroids and roid rage involved, but it's probably a sense of I've got these muscles now. I want to prove to everybody how much of a man I am. Yeah, yeah. And that some I'm not of, the nerdy kid yeah. anyway. Some of that, though, I think is just him getting older. Maybe. Like, he was, I think, pretty young in in his, you know, John Hughes days. You know, 16 sure. Candles, Weird Science. Like, I think some of it is just as, he, you know, you get bigger and wider and fatter as but you get no, older. he's been, like, beefing out. He's a meat castle. He went nuts well, with it. Have you seen it? Well, I mean, I've, sure? I've seen him in recent things. And you've seen Carrot Top, too, right? Yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah. That's bad. And do you know who else is the not Joey Lawrence in Blossom? I think he got, like, ripped really? to shit, too. I think so. I think it was in the back of the first Christian J- Bale Batman as, like, some weird tough clown dude or whatever. Yeah, that sounds kind of familiar, actually. Yeah, Anthony Michael right. Hall was in Dark Knight. Oh, oh, it was that one that was in it. Yeah, and he was ripped to shit. He was ripped to shit. 
Yeah, I forget. Uh, I was looking to see who he was. Not Blossom, you think? Mm, I think that guy might have gotten ripped too, though, oddly enough. No, I think there's a strain of male, I'll say, who desperately wants to get muscles and then wants to use the muscles. It's kind of the same argument with guns sometimes, too. There's people who want to buy guns specifically because they want to use them. Yeah. If that makes sense. But yeah. And that's not always the best uh, road to go down. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't ask you a question, Alexa, so maybe you shut your pile. No, I'm being oh, the misogynist. Wow. Everyone's got an opinion tonight. <laughs> Even Alexa. So next scene, Robbie steals and eats some more Thoroids from Dolph's locker. And Spike teases Robbie because he knows that he's doing Thoroids now because he's got spikes jutting out of his hands, which are a sign of Thoroid use. And this is where I, because Spike, Robbie makes a comedy. He's like, well, you've got spikes. And Spike's like, my spikes are natural. They come from my mama. Which is just Which a is weird, weird comment when I think of them as pimples. But <laughs> well, that's why that's why I thought of it as like body hair. Like Spike yeah, has a beard, but he grew his naturally, whereas like Robbie's getting weird tufts of hair from being on dinosaur <laughs> steroids. But I don't know. I also so, this is this is the point where I'm like Robbie's gonna have a supply problem real soon since all he's doing is stealing them from Dolph. <laughs> And he like beats. Dolph. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah. Does, he doesn't seem to have a supply line at all, and maybe right. thinking of that. Right. But then again, you know, these thornards are taking brain matter out of him into his muscle and putting it in his muscles, so he's not going to think about this stuff anymore. Yeah. Uh, not Joey Lawrence was in the Dark Knight. Well, both of them were. Mm-hmm. He was dopey, wow. apparently. It was a real child actor reunion. And judging by his IMDb. Headshot, he did bulk up. That's that's what I... I mean, I guess anyone can bulk up if they really want to. Yeah. Seems like so much work. Or you just take <laughs> some drugs and then you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just yell at you. Like, I couldn't believe they said pussy, but I think I distinctly heard it. <laughs> yeah, you might just be imagining. That could have just been me saying it. <laughs> Do you not feel like you did? I don't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll cut the scene in. Um, to be fair... <laughs> Austin always thinks he hears the word pussy. It's That's kind true. of the problem. <laughs> You'd think he'd be on my side right now. <laughs> uh, so we go to the hallway of the house where Robbie is trying to get into the bathroom to get ready for his date. But Charlene is inside washing her underwear in the sink. It's weird. Which is weird well, doing that. for multiple reasons. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. This is dinosaur. We don't know how dinosaurs wash things. I mean, maybe they don't have washing <laughs> machines. But they're analogous to then contemporary suburban life in all ways, but how they wash their underwear. <laughs> don't judge, Austin. That's all. Well, saying. they don't wear underwear. Where is underwear. the underwear? Why is she washing underwear? They don't have any pants. In case she wants to go topless sometime. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I wasn't paying as much attention because I thought maybe they're just bras or something. Maybe I think he think I thought he specifically said like oh your underwear is in the sink. He did because Robbie muscles his way. Yeah, he muscles his way into the bathroom and like rips the sink out of the ground, which didn't lead to like a burst of water. But I was willing to chalk that up to dinosaur technology. Yeah, and then it's like this is some serious shit that's going on. Him like him just busting into busting down a door and like terrorizing his family with his yeah he's. 
He's straight up abusive. Like, I think the special part is that what happens when somebody just becomes abusive? What do you do? Shit. Mm-hmm. And so then once he's chased Charlene out of the room, we find out that getting ready apparently means flexing his muscles in front of the mirror. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's Don't all you he do does. That? He's like, yeah, I gotta, that's how I get ready. Like, yeah. I have to get ready for yeah. my date. Flex. Isn't flex, that flex. when the boys are spending an extra five minutes in the bathroom? That's <laughs> what they're doing. Right? I usually kiss my biceps. <laughs> We're supposed to start thinking something is really wrong because we get evil music as he's preening in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, because that's what glued me in. Uh-huh. So we go back down to the kitchen, <laughs> and Earl is trying to move the fridge back from when. Robbie had moved it earlier, and he's again like, with the fridge plan. Yeah, and he's like, "Yo, Incredible Hulk, give me a hand." And Robbie's like, "Move it yourself, Tubby." And then it was harsh. And then he crushes the baby's rattle. So this is we see the baby again. Uh, for a second, I thought he was totally going to beat up that baby, <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, just just punch that baby." But oh, he just like did a power play with the rattle instead. And his mom's like, "Robbie, what's going on?" And we never, she never gets an answer. Now I'm gonna have to look this up because this is reminding me of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah, every it Lifetime seems like movie, that. yeah. <laughs> With, like, the mom from Growing Pains and the dad from Wonder Years. And Candace Cameron Bray. No, it was... God, I can't think of her name at the moment. <laughs> and I gotta make sure it's her, but... That, uh... Their daughter starts becoming abusive and they don't know what to do about it. <laughs> like, she starts abusing the parents? Yes. And, <laughs> like, the family awesome. and stuff. And... <laughs> And it was, and the, I can't think of who the daughter was, but she was a famous actress too. So now I'll look it up while you, and then I'll just say some sort of non sequitur. Okay, so uh, he storms out of the house without giving anyone an answer, and we go to outside the school dance in the hallway because uh, we can't be inside the dance because they don't have enough dinosaur costumes for that many teen <laughs> dinosaurs. Right? Yeah, we hear there's a punch bowl incident though. Can you just imagine all those fat dinosaur suits in, like, a warehouse with, like, crepe paper and under the sea lecanth theme, right? Because yeah. the sea lecanth was – they should have – so, it's it, it, again, to go back, it is interesting how we hang out with the reptiles and we don't hang out with the mammals. Like, it's not us who are in this show. Right, right. That the dinos- That the reptiles have, like – taking on mammalian characteristics as the main characters of the show. Mm-hmm. Right. There's just the Teenage Ninja Cave Dudes, which I think was the prequel to the Geico Caveman sitcom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was <laughs> no a sitcom, though, wasn't it? I know. Yeah. It's seriously true. It's true. Yeah, for like, a hot, for like a hot minute. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're outside. <laughs> Robbie and Caroline are out in the hall, and g- things get a little rapey. With Robbie yeah, yeah. putting on the moves, and she's like, this really isn't turning me on. And then they do that whole, like, I thought you liked muscly dudes, not me. Well, you never asked. I do like you. The old you thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which seems like a conversation they probably should have had before, like, three quarters of the way through this dance, but whatever. Would you say Robbie needed to check himself before he wrecked himself? He definitely needed to yes. check himself before he wrecked mm-hmm. himself. Because then he gets rough some more. He needed to check himself before he uh, Tyrannosaurus wrecked himself. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, and so then Spike kind of hilariously emerges from like behind a locker in a space that's way too small for him to have been hiding behind. 
What have you been doing? <laughs> yeah, no, and I think that had to have been an intentional, like, sight gate kind of a thing. Does, like, does he give off a, like, a Fonzie vibe? Or is it just me? He wishes. Well, that's that's what they're going for. I mean, he's yeah. he's Fonzie. He's Eddie Haskell. He's, uh, uh, what's his, Sean from Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the... That's the archetype he's trying to fit into. He's not as handsome as Sean, though. <laughs> <laughs> or or Robbie, right? He Robbie's like weird, good looking, and it's weird because like I'm not much of a furry. And this wouldn't be a furry. Well, feathers, no. But, you know, he's just he's. They did like the the four principal dinosaurs are pretty aesthetic, and then the extras are weirder and weirder looking. And if I had to press my cloaca against one of the cast members also a cloaca i think it would probably be robbie yeah he's pretty attractive so robbie he's got like that 90s hair too but it's but in spike form spikes yeah Yeah. so (laughs) robbie tries to attack spike but spike just basically shoves him into a locker and then robbie's thornoid spikes get him stuck in that locker Mm -hmm. and then spike lays out the uh the message of our episode telling him that caroline doesn't like him his family thinks he's a psycho and even his buddy spike is losing patience with him so i'm just gonna sit here and wait until your muscles fall off (laughs) i wish we saw that that sounds good and i wanted to know how spike knew what robbie's family was thinking and feeling at this moment (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does show up in their house whenever he wants, I think. Yeah, maybe he was, like, waiting outside the window when Robbie was, like, manhandling (laughs) his entire family. Or, like, in between the fridge and the wall, just in a really tiny place. Yeah. And so, again, this is where the metaphor kind of falls apart because not only do steroids not work that fast, it's also not that easy to just stop using them and have your body go back to normal. Because the next morning, Spike and... Terror in the family. (laughs) (laughs) That was the name of the movie. It's called Terror in the Family. Terror in the Family. Oh, I remember now. (laughs) Yeah. And it had the mom from Growing Pains and the dad from uh, Wonder Years. And then the abusive daughter. Joanna Kearns and Dan Loria. Yep. And the abusive daughter was Hilary Swank. Oh. Uh, David, are you sure it doesn't say pterodactyl in the family? <laughs> yeah, yo. And it's and it's terror <laughs> and then dash dactyl. So it's a terror dactyl. <laughs> a terror dactyl in the that family. Use sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long since we squat. I know, right? It's because squat. Yeah, so the next morning, Spike and a normal-sized Robbie come back to the house, and they play the whole thing like Robbie is being hungover. Yeah, so now it's like alcohol. I'm so confused by what metaphor they're going for now. And then Earl comes in, and Robbie apologizes for getting up in his business, but Spike covers up the Thornoid use. So this whole thing ends without anyone in Robbie's family ever learning why he like went on a fucking rampage through their house, destroyed their sink, threw their fridge across the room, and destroyed the baby's toy. Yeah, because he was talking shit, because that baby's a crib keeper, and he needs to go down a couple pages. Yeah, I don't feel bad for the baby, one. Uh, 
to Fuck yeah that like he's like oh i gotta start apologizing to my family and it's like well that would be a scene that'd be interesting but that doesn't really happen he kind of apologized to earl but earl's too stupid to like care yeah, like I think Earl, Earl like now just respects Robbie for yeah, like, like the alpha. You know? yeah. I feel like at the end of this episode, Earl still thinks this whole thing is just about exercise. <laughs> like, He's like, about cool Robbie muscles. got muscles, and he wanted to assert his dominance once having those muscles. Everything checks out here, you know. Yeah, I just keep going back to like the mom in the previous scene where she's just like, "Robbie, what's going on?" And as far as we know, she never gets an answer to that question. No, yeah, because fuck her. Which is kind of sad. And then the whole thing ends with a gag about how they need to lighten the load of the fridge to move it back, and Spike steals a rack of ribs out of it or something. Waka waka. And the little hands come out, like they're all alive Mm -hmm. in the fridge. So scary. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, I mean, we've we've kind of talked about it through the whole episode. This, This doesn't do very, this isn't very effective at teaching its lesson. I don't think so. I mean, it, it it was a very broad steroids are bad, and I think this wasn't going to convince anybody either way. Like, if you're already against steroids, people would just look at this episode and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're called void rage, isn't it? And if you're, like, pro-steroids, just be like, this is a stupid representation of the ster- sweet, sweet steroids I like. Yeah, you'd be you'd be like, whatever, I'm not going to grow spikes because I'm not a dinosaur man. Yeah, and I just don't suddenly turn into fits of anger after one use. I disagree. I think it could have stopped, like, three weird teenagers from doing bad drugs and going back to the more healthy good drugs pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, uh... I... I understand some of the timeline of this needs to get accelerated just because it's a TV show and whatnot, but I really think that the metaphor doesn't hold up very well. Well, I mean, part of the problem is, yes, it's a TV show, so their literal time is constrained, but their uh, in-episode time yeah. isn't as proven by the montage. So, right. like, they could have had this, his, like, Thornoid used to be spread out over a longer period of time. You know? Yeah, and you could have, I mean, you even could have ended the episode with him being like, you know, I need help, man. I'm going to enter treatment to come off of this and then establish that it's like several weeks later that he's reconciling with his family or something like that. That it's that it's not just like you pop one in your mouth and you're the Hulk and then the next morning you wake up and you're hungover and you're skinny again. But, I mean, I guess we might be thinking that they were trying to tackle this issue in a more serious manner than they really were. Like, they, I mean, as we kind of alluded to, maybe they're like, we're a damn dinosaur puppet show. Let's just <laughs> take something that's topical and be cartoony with it. Well, and, and that's, there, you know? I guess that was a question I was going to ask. I wonder, are we not giving this enough credit because steroids are just a thing now like i don't know in 93 was it that topical yet the baseball stuff didn't happen yet like it what was what it year? was what year did this it, the baseball stuff was happening but it was kind of a thing that no one really talked about and what like yeah. i don't well, think the general this episode come out? uh this episode came out in uh 93 yeah this is a little before steroids became the taboo in like sports that it is now, like, right? Like they were being happening. used, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think people like nowadays. Like 
you say, oh, professional athletes use steroids, and you're like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Mm. But I don't know that that's always been true, but I don't know exactly when that just became a a given and not something <laughs> that needed to be talked about. And so maybe this episode at the time was talking about a thing that wasn't being talked about much. But this was probably around the professional wrestling steroids scandal. Yeah, and, and I mean, obviously something had to have... Like, something was probably in the news for them to be like, let's do an episode about steroids. Vince McMahon almost went to jail. Yeah, I just, I don't know how, I don't know, maybe we're grading on too sharp a curve Mm -hmm. because steroids are just such a thing now that we're like, yeah, that's, they're, duh, of course they cause roid rage. Everyone knows that, you morons. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't as known back then, and I did think that was an interesting element. Like, they made that the biggest problem, and I think that would be, the biggest problem to my understanding. Well, also, uh, don't they give you, like, you know, heart attacks when you're older? You'll oh, yeah, probably yeah. die from that, but it'd be, they'd have to really pull back to show what you is, that Yeah, one. it is kind of funny because I guess for me, the maybe it says something about me, the mm-hmm. the biggest turnoff that I always remember about steroids is, as I think David said earlier, it shrivels up your dick. <laughs> and your balls. And your balls. Like, yeah. just your genitalia in general, kind of suffers from it. And so I'm like, even before you get to the roid rage stuff, I'm tapping out at, at that. But of course... Right. I think that's a uh, misconception, I believe. But, it could very well could be. And obviously, network TV in 1993 isn't going to do a ball-shrinking episode. So I, <laughs> I understand I why like they... I feel like it was... I always interpreted it more as a metaphor for the fact that your balls stop producing testosterone. Right, right. But eh, I don't know. Rather than I mean, literally now, shriveling up. Everything gets conflated because these days, like most of what athletes want to take, but they're still illegal, aren't, I think, technically steroids anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they're they, like they all HGH get... or whatnot. And I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of, like I said, everything gets conflated with how dangerous they are. I don't think we even know compared with the fact that I think people just don't like the fact that it makes athletes better than they were in the past, so they think it's cheating, but, you know, better nutrition isn't cheating. I don't know. Everything gets confusing, but... Yeah. I don't know what the right answer is, though. I'm not Everything gets confusing. Yeah, Hashtag <laughs> 2017. What did, did we learn anything from this episode, Carol? I learned something. What'd oh, you learn, no. David? You no, 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 you can go, Carol. What did you learn, No, I don't have one ready. You're I ready. I don't want to be like a man... <laughs> Spreading man answerer I, I was just excited because i feel like we skipped over something and i skipped over with my zeal of trying to look up that lifetime movie which is what yeah so i learned that when a woman says don't touch me and runs away that's a <laughs> wait one moment that's not a good that's a bad date yeah <laughs> So you've learned what several court-appointed court sessions have not yet taught you? Because <laughs> we didn't talk about that, right? You know, I mentioned that he gets a, he gets pretty rapey with her, where he's like, yeah, you know. But then uh, Spike, yeah, says that, yeah. says that exact line because mm-hmm. he was like, my date was going good. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we finally had an episode that addressed that for you, David. <laughs> uh, I learned that even though the dinosaurs clearly don't wear pants, they do apparently have some form of underwear that needs washing, which is done customarily in their bathroom sink. Yes. In case they need to not wear shirts, then they have to wear something underneath. That's, yeah. It all checks. Carol, did and, you learn anything yet? Yeah, I learned that when you're having inadequate feelings as a male, 
the best thing to do is to experience a growth spurt, get all horned up, and then tackle the fridge in front of your father, thereby emasculating him and now becoming the father after you crush a baby's rattle in a symbolic gesture. <laughs> literally, with your literally horned up in this case. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? Very literal. And they learned that dinosaurs, um, what did you guys say? They had feathers and they could they could fly like birds. <laughs> Not all dinosaurs could fly, but I think they most of them had feathers. Feathers and hollow bones. Like bird <laughs> bird like bones, which is why the the conventional wisdom that they were like heavy and slow and sluggish and needed to live in swamps has been discounted a bit because now they're thinking that their bones were more like bird bones and were more hollow and lightweight. I hope when I die and they look at my bones, <laughs> they don't draw the conclusion that I was heavy and slow and had to live in a swamp. That's, that's rough. Well, you know what's interesting is you can literally like get some sort of like half surgery that like puts... What? So like what you can do... It was like, and I think some sort done... of surgery that turns you into a dinosaur. Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> Dude, let, me, let, me getting it. let me finish. Let me finish. Like, like you, somebody had like their head like cut open, and they put coral, oh. coral what? horns in their on top of their skull, and then like oh. sealed it up, right? And what your body does is it thinks that's dead bone, so it starts like replacing the coral with actual bone. Wow. And so literally, if this person dies, they're going to have a skeleton with bone horns on it. And, and there's can... like those guys, like those Satanist hipsters that get this done, right? Yeah. And so you could do, and so basically if you get coral in your body, it's going to get replaced with real bone. And it can really fuck up archaeologists like 200 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever kind of prank you want, you know? And for all we know, that people too. centuries ago did that just to fuck with us. <laughs> exactly. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, like, King Tut's bones are, like, especially weird. Maybe that's a prank on us. Yeah, exactly. They were never bones at all. The elephant man is, like, paper mache, coral, <laughs> and an orphan. Uh, Carol, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at www.carolynmain.com, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. Carolyn Main on Twitter, Carolyn Main on Facebook, a fan page, Carolyn Main on Tumblr, and Carolyn Main just, sometimes you can see me walking around the streets of Portland <laughs> as well. Yeah, if, if you're, you're in very Portland lucky. and yell out Carolyn Main, you might happen upon her. 50-50. <laughs> She'll be the one not wearing pants. Uh, David, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter, learning about when a date is good and when it's bad. <laughs> At Dr. Every Ritz. day. <laughs> I know. That's doctor spelled out. And you can find me at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. Uh, as we said, uh, you can find the the now absent, technically deficient Ryan Alexander Tanner <laughs> on Twitter at oh yes very nice and his website oh yes very nice dot com, and you can find me on Twitter at Austin Gordon and read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure dot com. As for our show, you can find us on Twitter at avse pod. Uh, check out our Facebook page. You can drop us a line there and we'll chat back at you. You can also email us at avsepodcast at gmail.com. And we are also part of the River City Podcast Federation, a group of uh, similar 
sensibility podcasts uh, from all over the internet, but mostly Portland. Uh, Haha, we are the internet. And you can uh, you can check out check out (laughs) that group of shows at River City Podcast Federation dot com. Uh, for a very special episode, I am Austin Gordon reminding you that if you're going to move the fridge in a fit of roid rage, be sure to move it back before you come down. That was a very special episode. We dissected that shit from head to toe. Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons. Oh, how we've grown. Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode next time. That's pretty good. Yeah. I feel good about my clap as well. Cool. Well, Carol, you've had the clap good. for how long? <laughs> <laughs> Since your mom came to town with oh, Lilith Fair. It's true. She's always spreading it. Yeah. <laughs> She's always spreading it around. But just be glad you don't have a penis hole that they have to stick a Q-tip in to check. I have plenty of holes that they check. <laughs> I know that they check your holes, but right, if you're a man getting checked for the class. Oh, because it's worse for the men. Sure, sure, we're, sure. We're Everything. thirty. We're thirty seconds into this episode. I think I just had my cold open. <laughs> we, well, we're on, opening it real cold. Place. Carol, ninety-nine out of a hundred times. Oh I my will... god, you're gonna mansplain the penis hole to me. Okay, just wanted to set you up. I'm gonna finish this. <laughs> yeah. I I will admit. Women have it worse. On everything, Most, thank you. I, on everything, but <laughs> getting checked for the clap. Oh, is I that is that when I they think... is that when they swab you out like the muzzle of a cannon? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they have a little guy who holds it. And it's big. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's I all mean... I was trying to say. I'm not trying to. Mansplain it it's to you. It's cool. just I just I kind fact. of forget if they put it in the woman's urethra or just her pussy for that. I don't think they. I mean, if they put it in the woman's urethra, then it's definitely worse. But I don't think so. No, I then it's they, equal because you are getting it in the urethra. But I think a woman's urethra is tinier than a man's. It is. Probably. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Then a man's probably because we're gonna come. I just got like three cold open <laughs> opportunities here. Yeah. So dinosaurs. Yeah. Let's talk about some pantsless dinosaurs. <laughs> They have colloquias, colloq, colloquias. Yeah, is that true? Is that what? Are they? I can't say it. Colloquia, <laughs> colloquia, or <laughs> colloquialisms. Uh, colloquialisms. <laughs> Do they like? Uh... <laughs> I can 
hear Christy upstairs grumbling about dinosaurs. <laughs> Did she have to watch it too? No, she didn't. I don't know. Does she well, know what their uh, genitals are like? Yeah, yeah, go ask. Apparently, she thinks Robbie is hot. Well, he yeah. is kind of hot. <laughs> when he's buff or when he's a skinny? Not when he's buff, dude. That's like yeah, no. She, no. Just, she just means in general. Yeah, when he's a skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I said that. Uh, God, this is like a David episode for how off the rails it already is. I know. I mean, we, we haven't even started, started yet, yet, so it doesn't even count. No, no keep ask. this all in. This counts hard. I was going to ask if a dinosaur's lay eggs, but are they fertilized, or is it like the female lays the eggs and the man is still fertile? No, I think so. Do, do they fuck before the egg is laid, or yes. do they yeah. fertilize? Yeah, the I egg? think it's before, right? They before. do fucking, so. yeah. yeah. And it's like regular. Because they're like birds, and Austin's yeah. an expert on duck fucking, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, ducks have happen? penises. Ducks have crazy long corkscrew penises yeah, that we've talked about already, yeah. but they do. Yeah. Do dinosaurs? As we talked about in our previous podcast, duck fucking reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, should we, should we get started for sure. real? Please. All right. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, ho, 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 we're the Grand Animal Guys, and we're here to say we got a podcast, yay, yay, yay. Yeah. And if you made it through whatever the fuck that just was, please check out the rest of what we do at RiverCityPodcastFederation.com. Be prepared, it's about 45 minutes of that. Yep. Yep. Anyway, RiverCityPodcastFederation.com. Enjoy the show you're listening to. We're I'm called sure Cranival. Probably better Woo! than ours. Carnival. 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 Cannibal. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, but, oh, but Austin, do you want to keep going around? And well, I was... <laughs> yeah, go ahead and finish, David. I remember... Yeah, David, finish already. I know, I know. I'm... Well, listen. Mm-hmm. Usually people like me to take my time before I finish. You know? <laughs> uh, I, remember... I always just want to just get it over with as quick as possible. Uh... <laughs> so I can go to bed. <laughs> That's why we have struggles, Ryan. <laughs> I don't want to just keep pretending that I like listening Wow. <laughs> Just trying to get it done. That, that, oh, that, shit. That hurt.